Hello and good afternoon, Xbox Nation. Welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And folks, we have an absolutely astounding show for you today. For the next 90 minutes, get ready, folks. We're going to be asking all the big Xbox questions. We're going to be talking about South of Midnight. Uh, thanks to the keen eye of one of our guests, the media assets have been changed, which suggests, and again, this is just an assumption, that the game is in fact going to launch this year. It is possible, I would imagine, that there is a chance that during the June showcase, we get uh, confirmation that this game is in fact uh, launching. That's by Compulsion Games. We saw the uh, preview uh, last year, it looked absolutely amazing. I cannot wait to find find out more about the protagonist and whoever the group of bad guys are going to be. We don't even have any idea of the story. But the big topic of the show, folks, is going to be the media rhetoric. Uh, obviously, there's been a lot of talk within the gaming media about how Xbox should be sharing its exclusives with the industry what we haven't heard is or ever seen is any of these same media types uh going and saying hey it would be really great if nintendo or playstation you know put their exclusives on xbox but apparently those are the sacred cows they can't be touched we're going to get into that as well now obviously we are down a couple of members. Uh, Gamsley had a family emergency. He will be back with us next Monday. And Louie, Crazy Louie, as you know, will be joining us momentarily. He's just stuck in traffic. So as soon as he gets here, we will, of course, uh, welcome him in. But while we, while you folks are waiting, uh, let's welcome in someone that uh, is a consistent, great member of this gaming community, consistently putting out great content on his YouTube channel, the elusive gamer known as aka jamie moran what's going on brother how you feeling hey man happy to be here uh other than being sick uh i'm really excited to talk about the gamer stuff today because like you said the hypocrisy stuff uh it really got to me to the point where i'm just posting about it a lot so uh yeah i'm, I'm just wanting to talk about it so you know what? I, I do want to hold off on that particular topic uh, until we get Louie here. Uh, I, I think that I want to save simply for, you know, for him, because obviously he is uh, a big part of the show and I want to get his hot take. So let's start off with a smaller topic, folks. Uh, now, obviously, we have you no know, a lot of us are wondering um, what's going to happen to some of the games launching on playstation one of which is hi-fi rush now obviously there are two editions uh there is one that's discounted right now it's normally 30 bucks i believe it's on on, on playstation network as for 26.99 there is a deluxe edition which is also discounted um and i saw a lot of people in the media posting about this where um the standard edition of hi-fi rush is being pre-ordered more than some of Sony's uh, exclusives. Now, Grant, again, this is the standard editions of some of their Samurai games that are coming out. It's, it's the, Jamie, the question is this. And again, I, we don't have any real data in front of us. We don't know what is going to make the powers that be in Microsoft smile like a chassire cat. Um, this is currently an experiment, Jamie. 
Um, and obviously, we've played these games. Uh, they're a year old. Phil Spencer said that these games were over a year old, that they were going to be putting four games. We kind of all figured out what the four games were. Okay, here they are. They are arriving. Apparently, Hi-Fi Rush is, is pretty sought after by PlayStation gamers. What are your thoughts on this? I mean, uh, I mean, the, 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 is, are you happy to see the game getting second life? And do you think that, like a lot of people are assuming, this is going to potentially green light a sequel? What are your thoughts on this, Jamie? I mean, when this whole thing went down, I like to look at, I like to look at these things in different ways. So there's the business aspect where it going to other platforms, it's going to make more money, which would lead to a sequel, which is great. But then there's the Xbox fan of me that's like, they should have used Hi-Fi Rush as a big marketing push in Japan, in Asia, uh, because of the style of characters and animation behind that game. So like them putting it on other platforms kind of defeats the purpose of the game existing, in my opinion. Um, I agree. And yeah. the, the thing is, Hi-Fi Rush is an amazing game. It was shadow dropped the day it was announced, and people loved it. And it's the only time in the gaming media for a long time I've noticed that there was speaking positively about an Xbox game. Uh, was it because it was essentially free? Um, and the fact that it's going to PlayStation, and obviously we're going to be talking about late in the show, like to see this wave of positivity for the game because it's going elsewhere, it kind of sickens me because like the, this game hasn't been on many like top lists over the past year. None of these media outlets have talked about Hi-Fi Rush and how amazing it is. But the second it gets announced for PlayStation or rumored to go to PlayStation, now it's a big deal. Now it's a game that people should play. And I get it. Look, this may lead to a sequel and all this stuff is an experiment. But I think that Hi-Fi Rush, like Pentiment, I think nobody really is really bothered about that going to other platforms. Right. Um, but Hi-Fi Rush, I would consider, even though it's a double-A game, a premier title for Xbox. I don't think they should have put it elsewhere. But, again, Microsoft, they're a trillion-dollar company. <laughs> they know more than me. So, like, maybe this is an experimental work, but I think this game should have gotten a lot more love by the media and the way it's being pushed on PlayStation at the minute just doesn't stick right with me. Yeah, I mean... So, look, um, I pulled a tweet. Again, folks, this is just a, a tweet that I saw a lot of people retweeting and, and reposting. So I thought I would, br I, would, I would bring it up a, a, as part of the conversation because, obviously, this is an overarching conversation. And, unfortunately, Jamie, I, I don't see going away anytime soon. Uh, the the so-called the, 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 the so, the so Pandora's box for what's going to be exclusive, what's not going to be exclusive, unfortunately – it's it's out the cat's out the bag uh and 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 something like uh hi-fi rush yes it's going to see some uh some new life it's going to get some sales well how much how how many sales do we actually think is going to happen for something like a hi-fi rush well Specifically, I pulled a tweet from his name is Sultan uh Sultan PSN obviously he's a PlayStation fan, and nothing wrong with that. Uh, on Twitter or on X, he's known as Sultan uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth Hype. So he's excited for the game. He obviously plays on PlayStation. Awesome. Uh, so he's looking forward to the game. So he had put out uh, a tweet uh, the other day on the 25th, 
um, where he says this, folks, and he has pictures to prove it. Uh, he says, insanity. Hi-Fi Rush pre-order sales are beating. And he has a bunch of games listed here, folks. Uh, Rise of the Ronin, Standard Edition. Uh, Dragus Dogman 2. Stellar Blade, Standard Edition. The Outlast Trials, Alone in the Dark, and Destiny 2, The Final Shape, Standard Edition only. Pre-orders went live five days ago. So it is outpacing some of the, well, I mean, some of the exclusives, which, of course, are Stellar Blade and Rise of the Ronin. Now, granted, he does point out that these are the Standard Editions of these games, not the Deluxe Editions, which are ahead of it. But that's pretty powerful. Um, now, granted, I have this. I have the screen in front of me. Um, again, there are two versions. One of which is currently the standard edition of Hi-Fi Rush. It is ten percent discounted for PlayStation Network at twenty six ninety nine. The standard edition is normally twenty nine ninety nine, and the uh, deluxe edition of Hi-Fi Rush is normally $39.99. They have it discounted, again, at 10% for $35.99. And it is outpacing some of some pretty big games. Now, granted, uh, it it is the standard edition that it is outpacing, but to be quite frank, uh, that is is impressive. So, I mean, I know there's been a lot of talk in the community of people hoping that this quote-unquote experiment fails, meaning that no one buys these games and Xbox kind of throws their hands up. Folks, I don't, I don't necessarily know if you, 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 you know, that's going to happen. Um, I honestly, I don't. Um, I don't know how. I, I know the Pentiment is not expected to sell a lot. Not that the game is not a good game. It's not a game for me. I tried it. I put maybe an hour into it. I'm like, yeah, this is this is you know, it's 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 interesting, but it's just not so much for me, and that's fine. You, not, not not every game is for every gamer, Jamie. Um, but it is very interesting that four games this year have started, and of course, you know, a lot of the talk, Jamie. We haven't we haven't had a chance to hang out in a bit, so we didn't even get a chance to talk about how. The gaming media, people like Tom Warren, who I like I said, I talk about Tom all the time. I, li- I like his work. I do. Um, but he kind of uh, walked it back about, you know, about Starfield launching. A lot, a lot of the folks did. Now, granted, Xbox era still stayed uh, strong with their opinions on the, uh, you know, that eventually Starfield is going to get there based on their source. And they haven't backed down from it. Most of the gaming media, the Tom Warrens, uh, obviously Jez Corden reported about it. Uh, we also had Tom Henderson. Um, I mean, we don't know where it ends. We know where it started. Uh, so far, it's going to be very interesting to see how these games sell. But are you surprised that it's outpacing some of Sony's uh, third-party marketed uh, exclusives? It doesn't really surprise. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't because one, it's it's cheaper. I think in a time when people are, are less likely to spend seventy dollars, like seventy dollars for a game, is too much in my opinion. Like seventy dollars should I not agree. be a thing for games. Uh, so having a smaller game like that, like look at Helldivers Two, it's a cheaper game, and it's massive. And I think you know, Hi-Fi Rush, could, it could do the same. Uh, so I think price is a big factor. 
Uh, we don't know. Like, we live in an age with all these broken games. So, like, no matter how good Dragon's Dogma 2 looks, it could be broken at launch. We just don't know. Um, and uh, Rise of the Ronin, personally, I think graphically it looked terrible. Um, but, I mean, it might It looked a little with... dated, to be honest yeah. with you, based on what we originally saw. Like, I don't want to say it was a bait and switch because I want to. I have the game pre ordered, folks. I'm not going to sit here. And front, it's an exclusive to Sony. I don't play on PC. I don't know if it's even coming out on PC. I know that it's coming to PlayStation. That's where I'm going to play it. But I do have to agree with you. It did look a bit dated. Yeah, and you know, High Five Rush. It's a proven title. It like it when it came out. There was no bugs at all. It's absolutely solid game, solid performance. And I think maybe on PlayStation, maybe they want something different because it is different. It's a it's essentially a, a, a rhythm-based action-adventure game, which we don't really get much of. Um, and as you were saying before, we, we, we haven't spoken in a while. Like The past month's been wild with all the rumors and stuff. And honestly, this might be a bit controversial. I think whenever someone's came out and said, hey, I'm hearing Starfield is going to other platforms, I honestly believe at this point that with January and February being the lowest... Um, uh, the lowest amount of ad revenue websites get because it's the beginning of the year. I honestly believe that people are just coming out of the woodwork saying, hey, I can corroborate this. I heard this just because they wanted to be included in the conversation. Not necessarily that they heard it was going to go elsewhere because, like, look, everyone listening and you, like, everyone knew, like, January was an absolute hellhole online if you're an Xbox fan or an Xbox content creator. It was awful. And no matter what you posted about uh, any game, it's like, oh, I can't wait for this game to go to PlayStation now. Microsoft, they've opened Pandora's box. Like, let's say these four games only ever go to PlayStation and nothing else like ever goes over. People are still going to ask. These websites are going to ask. Like, hell, even before this Hi-Fi Rush stuff, for the past, what, two years, every single title that Bethesda's announced, IGN are like, is this going to PlayStation? Is this going to PlayStation? Is yeah. Starfield going to PlayStation? To the point where Sarah Bond, like two years ago, had to go on stage and say, Starfield, yes, it's exclusive. And they've had to do that multiple times. Well, now that they've opened up Pandora's box, uh, people are going to be asking this for every single game. Uh, and the funny thing is, every single time I've posted about Hi-Fi Rush, uh, people have trashed the game, uh, PlayStation fans. And now they are seemingly all over it. So. Who knows? Maybe they'll enjoy Hi-Fi Rush. Maybe they won't get motion sick when they play Sea of Thieves now. Maybe they like survival games when it comes to Grounded. We don't know, but uh, times are changing. Like Microsoft's experiment may work. It may not work. Um, again, they are a massive company. And they know more than us. <laughs> um, but I, I will say this. Hi-Fi Rush charting high in pre-orders on PlayStation says a lot. Yeah, it does. It it absolutely does. And again, I mean, I don't I don't know what happens hypothetically if I mean, look, they're they're gonna get money on these games. How much money they're gonna get? Well, what do I know? I mean, are they gonna sell a million copies? Are they gonna sell two million copies? Um, could we see a six to one kind of a deal like we currently saw with uh mlb the show like six player six xbox players to every one playstation player not 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 great for uh playstation which was an exclusive at one point 
Um, so I, I don't know if, if if we see the same kind of, um, you know, it, it, are PlayStation players going to come out in droves for this game? I, I don't know, dude. Like, it really is a bit of a conundrum. Um, it's It's just one that I, again, I, I get it. I absolutely get that some of these games, especially the gas games, it makes sense to put them there, right? It absolutely makes sense to put a Sea of Thieves there because obviously I don't, you know, based on them doing that, that what that's telling me is that the that Sea of Thieves on console, Sea of Thieves on, on Steam has kind of hit its ceiling. I, I personally don't understand how that could be, but okay, fine, fine, if that's what you want to do. Um AP uh, IMB says it's a power play. I, I mean, for who? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's again. This is I'm trying to hold out, waiting for uh, for Louis to get. All right, speaking of speaking of the devil, he just showed up, ladies and gentlemen. Louis, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Oh man, been a crazy week for me. Oh man, but everything good, everything good. How is everyone today? Let's get the show on the road because we got lots to talk about, brother. <laughs> yeah, you know what, guys? Do me a favor. Uh, we have over wow, we got over 500 people here. Do me a favor if this if the, let me know if the stream is lagging because I might have to pop out and reset my my uh my router um it says here anyone yeah just the chat do me a favor help me out over here let me know if it's lagging because uh iman burns dm'd me and says it's lagging big big time so if it is i'm gonna have to reset some stuff i'll let louis uh you know handle uh hosting duties while i do that um but you know what louis why don't we do this because like i said my it does seem like it, it is lagging Oh no, it's uh boss. Uh, yes, yeah, Spider Man says okay. Yeah, I am. All right, so check this. this is what I'm going to do, Louis. I'm going to give you the question. It's already been answered by the elusive gamer. Let me set you. Let, let me set you up with uh with what it is. Okay, so Hi-Fi Rush currently is uh it's done some big numbers on PlayStation in regards to pre-orders. Let me specifically get those numbers for you. So you can uh, see exactly what I'm talking about over here. Now, this comes the way of Sultan. He's a PlayStation dude uh, on Twitter. And according to him, he typed, he, he posted this on the 25th. Hi-Fi Rush pre-order sales are beating Rise of the Ronin Standard Edition. Wow. Dragon's Dogma 2 by Capcom Standard Edition. It's beating Stellar Blade, the Standard Edition only. It's also ahead of the Outlast Trials, which just released, Alone in the Dark, and also Destiny 2, the Final Shape Standard Edition. And it's outpacing all of these games. Now, let's be fair here. Just to give you the pricing so you understand where we're talking about, Hi-Fi Rush, the Standard Edition, Louis, is on sale. It's 10% off on the PlayStation Network uh, for $26.99. Normally, wow. it's $30. Bucks. The yeah, which is great. Why wouldn't you buy it? Uh, and the deluxe edition is forty bucks. It's also a ten percent on sale, and and you can get it right now for thirty five ninety nine. Are you surprised with the fact that the that this game is outpacing some PlayStation third party exclusives? 
Am I surprised? Why not? Why not be surprised, Mr. Boomstick? I mean, let's let, let me throw a little bit of heat right here. Well, just, so just... You you run with it. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna reset my mo uh, my router. I'll be right back. All right, go for it, go for it. Let me throw a little bit of heat just to get around, guys. Don't jump me because I'm gonna say this. Hey, you guys have no games now. I'm just kidding. I love you all. I love you all. I'm only kidding around with you all. <laughs> but am I surprised it's gonna do well? Yes, because this is a game. I mean, chat. A bunch of y'all have played it. I played it. Elusive. Did you play it? Yeah, played it, loved it. Great game. It's a great game. It's a great game. It's a fabulous game. And why, why not do these numbers? I mean, it's amazing that it's selling like like this. I mean, selling more than all these third party exclusives that Sony has. It's 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 incredible. I mean, that tells you that people have been craving for this game to play. And not only that, for that price. I mean, why the heck not? Why not go out there and buy, it, especially for that price, twenty five bucks, and the other one is forty. That's actually a good price. That's actually a good price to get that game. Because I mean, games. $70 right now, these games come out, and um, we've seen what happens when they come out. We see that sometimes they come out not, not as well as we want them to be because we go out there, we say, hey, we're going to put on our $70. Let's get this game. But when the game comes out, we see it's got the bugs, got the issues, and we got to wait for them to patch and, and all this stuff. And this game has been out for what? For almost a year now, hasn't it? Has It's been yeah, a year, yeah. right? It's been out for a year. It perfectly runs fine. It's 100% doing so really well. So why the heck not go out there and spend those $25, especially for such a good game? I mean, I love that game. I played it. I beat it. What was it? I think it was a couple months ago. I think it was. Hasn't been even been a year since I've beaten it. But dang, well-deserved. I'm really happy with these awesome numbers it's getting. I mean, if it's selling real well, fantastic. I mean, Microsoft wants to do this, and it's actually this is a goal for them, and it's working for them. Damn, I'm happy for them because, hey, at the end of the day, that's all we want. We want, we want as a gamer, I want the company to continue and to keep, keep on building these great games on what they're doing. That's what I want. And I want to see all these games, you know, get a sequel or get a new, a new game coming out because, hey, that's all we want. We want the company to survive. We don't want it to die because that's the thing, though. A lot of people are saying, oh, no, Microsoft is doom and gloom. Hey. This strategy, am I, as, as an Xbox fan, am I happy for it? You know, and as an Xbox fan, I need to understand that if it's going to work, let's see how it works because, hey, we just got to let them cook. Let's let them cook. Let's let them see what they do. Let's see how well they do because at the end of the day, I do not want Xbox to die. I don't want it to die. How people are going out there saying, oh, it's dying. It's the end of the day. It's the end of an era. No, guys, it's not dying. It's not dying. It's actually getting these games everywhere because they said it on their video, right? On their podcast. They said they have become one of the biggest video game publishers. They said it. So what a great game to deliver. What a great way to deliver these games everywhere. I mean, since they're a video game publisher, they can haul in more money to make greater games for us. And that's what we want. I mean, I don't know if you all agree with me. But at the end of the day, all I want is to play great games. I mean, I want to play the best games out there. I want them to keep on delivering. I don't want them like, oh, okay, I bought this. Let me die on here. No, I don't want that. I want them to make us great games. And Hi-Fi Rush is one of them. I mean, dang. Game came out. We all sat down and played it. Three, how many players did, did it have the first day? Three, uh, the first month, three million players, right? So... They did fantastic. They did fantastic. They could have done a bit more, but now, you know, putting them out there, now we're going to see how many more players are going to play it, how many players are going to enjoy it, and I'll probably see that people are going to sit here and say, hey, we want a sequel. We want another. We want a part two. We want this game to continue. 
and that's what's going to do. What's up, Mr. Boosie? You back? Yeah, I'm back. My 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 internet seems to be have taken a bit of a dump. So what a guy, folks. Listen, uh, apologies for what the the way the stream is going to look. I, there's nothing really I can do. I, I we've already reset it. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to stop the gameplay, take away that, and as you're going to you're going to see our beautiful faces up here because until I could figure out what the H is happening, there's no, there's nothing worse than preparing for a stream. You're all ready to go, and this to happen. So again, apologies for the uh the, the 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 you know standard just bunch of squares look at the end of the day louis um oh, okay boom froze uh, yeah okay, okay back yeah let, let me let me let me let me pose a question for you all right uh and this is going to be for uh, the, the the chat as well because again this is the, some of the sentiment that you're that i'm starting to see from the community is that they're hoping for this experiment to fail um, I don't think it's going to. I think they're going to make money. Uh, how much money, we don't know. Where do you kind of sit on that? To fail, here's the thing, though. If it fails, then we all fail because if we love the Xbox brand, right, we don't want Xbox to die. We don't want Xbox to go away. We want Xbox to stay. And I, I do not want it to fail. On the on, on on the other side of things, I want them to do well. I want them to grow. I want them to do bigger. I want them to keep on delivering these great games that they're gonna gonna be doing. Because let me tell you something, guys. I mean, Xbox is 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 working really hard to deliver us what they say they want to deliver. Great games. They want to deliver all kinds of stuff to us. But in order to deliver that, they gotta please what's behind them and what's pushing them. I mean, you got you. They probably have some investors pushing them on the back. You know, you probably have a bunch of stuff. You know. Like, for example, the FTC could probably be in it, pushing them. I mean, you got so many things pushing on Xbox right now that they're trying to please these guys in order for them to live and continue. So if we sat down and said, okay, the exclusives have sold 40 million copies, right, then we wouldn't be having this conversation about Microsoft putting their games out there for everyone to play. Now, if they're not doing so on exclusives, they got to deliver the word, then, hey, if this is a way to survive, why the heck not? Let's do this. You know, let's do this. I mean, as long as they keep alive and keep going, I want them to keep on going. And I want them to be alive. So not for this year, not for next year. I want them to keep alive for the next 20 or 25 years if they can. That's what I want as an Xbox fan. You know, and you're not wrong for that. You're not wrong. Folks, uh, Hargeet Chani is going to be joining us for a little bit. I just sent him over the link. So we'll have four bodies here. And I'll be able to put up some graphics. It doesn't look like it's a... Uh... Uh, you know, no frills podcast. So yes, thank you so much for that, uh, Hargeet. Uh, we'll see you in a hot second. Um, Jamie, what are your thoughts on passing or failing? Do 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 you think that uh, like Louis says, uh, Xbox fails if this experiment fails? Uh, I think it's a bit of a double edged sword because, like Microsoft said, it's an experiment. And let's say they port all four of these games and they don't do any profits at all well what does microsoft do then do they just say okay we're just not going to do it again in the future i think it could have a more negative impact on xbox because remember they said that and like other people have said this in the industry that the gaming space on console hasn't gotten any bigger it's around mm -hmm. 200 million players and microsoft you know they they are third playstation second and then you have nintendo racing at number one um but they all they all trying different things at the moment. Like if you Nintendo, you can put out a game and it sell five million, 
10 million. Like, I, I just looked at the sales for Animal Crossing New Leaf, and it's at 44 million copies. Yes. And that, that's Animal Crossing. Uh, you know, Microsoft and Sony, no matter how good their games are, they, they aren't going to get those sales for games. So they experiment. You know, Microsoft, they've been putting their first-party stuff in Game Pass for, what, seven years now, six years? And, you know, that's their thing. PlayStation, they're now putting games on PC. Like and they've been put slowly putting games on PC for years now. So it even it even shows that Sony they need to get money different ways. So they experiment with PC. Hell Divers is, is the first day and date game, and there's going to be more. And you know, I think it's just gamers having to adjust with the times because we're we're so used to the game industry being the same for decades now, and now that things are just slightly changing, we're panicking. The past month, people have been absolutely losing their marbles online, and I understand yeah. it. It's it's scary because it is different it's changing uh, but if you go back to 20 years ago the music industry changed with itunes and digital uh, uh, digital music you know tv and movies changed with the you know streaming apps and now nobody goes to the cinema so now you have video games where they are priced more than ever 70 dollars, which i think is absurd um and now microsoft and sony they're looking at different avenues to make money because even though sony is at number two and they have all these like 50 million PlayStation 5s out in the wild or whatever, their games are topping out at 10 million. Yeah, because... They, uh, I, oh, keep no, no, I was just going to say that they still need to make more money, and they, they're going to do that by putting games on PC, and Microsoft's just doing this with a few of their titles because, you know, they want to make money for it. Yep. Because here's something I talked about last Wednesday, right? I talked about this um, about the PlayStation numbers, right? We saw... That Spider-Man went to 10 million. We saw that it came out, which is fantastic. I'm happy for them that they actually sold 10 million. Now, I asked, I asked an honest question on it, and I said, okay, how many of those are bundled? That's one, because you, you, we don't see those numbers. We don't see how many Spider-Mans were bundled, right? We don't see how many of those were sold separately. We don't see that either. Right. So I asked also the question, how many of those 10 million did actually play that game, even though they bought the PS5 bundle? Because when we saw the leaks... When the lease came out, we saw that on PlayStation, what do they play? Call of Duty, they play Minecraft, they play um what's it called? What's the other one? Fortnite. We saw those were the big games over there on PlayStation. Yeah, we did not see an exclusive like being the top of the top of the notch. Now, if you go to the Nintendo side, we know what the top notch games are. Yeah. I mean, if that comes out. But at the end of the day, we we actually do not know the truth behind the, those numbers because, like I said, some of them are, are bundled. Some of them were so separately. Let's say Sony did not bundle that game and it was so separately. Then we would know how many people did actually buy it as a fan and did actually play it. That, that's the part we just don't know. And that's the part where PlayStation will never go out and say it. Because yeah, they well, there's, keep... a re there's a reason for that, Louis. And yeah. I think Hargeet made that, that made that point last week. Uh, one of the things that a lot of people don't understand is so... The original number, Hargeet, please correct me if I'm wrong here, in order to make back the $315 million that they spent on the game. And again, mind you, that's that's not the um the, you know the, the, the cost of advertising, right? That's a separate cost in itself. I think it was 8.1 million copies sold, if I'm not mistaken. Um, well, that may not include um, marketing, that also may not include royalties. Right. right. So right. And, my oh, estimate was 12 to yeah. 15. Okay. Because so 10, it, they may have made it back, but Louis's point is the problem. If it's bundled, it's up to 50% goes right. to royalties. 
Yes. And it's already 50, not 70, right? You only get 50 bucks, not 70 bucks. Right. So So they were taking many hits. Marvel, Marvel, (laughs) Disney would get half. So if you, if you folks, if you're confused with it, and again, I'm sorry that we're kind of bouncing all over the place, but it does make sense because listen, I I don't care what anyone tells you uh, in the gaming media. Sony is going to do the same thing. Now, yes, they're going to go to cloud. Yes, they're going to go to PC. Day and date, probably. It makes sense. Helldivers is a perfect example of how much money they could make if it's launched in multiple places at the same time. It's just we just got the confirmation that they've sold three million copies of the game. That 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 that's confirmed. Three million copies sold across two platforms, and they made a ton of money on uh cosmetics i they got money from me i was happy to drop my 10 bucks because i look like a storm that's fantastic and, news by the way that's exactly what they need they need that like exactly live what service they need. yes revenue. and it should it should streamline the decision to put more games day and date and if for all the people out there like a pong soul for instance he doesn't have a playstation 5 there's nothing on a ps5 that he has to have right now but if games do come to PC, well, he has a pretty PV uh, uh, PC. He's going to buy PlayStation 5 games on his PC and enjoy them. Um, but again, this is something Microsoft's been doing for a long time. Of course, they got all the arrows when they did it, and everyone now it's standard fare. Well, look, they're they're putting uh, they're putting games, and we're going to get we're going to continue that conversation. But what Hargeet was referring to regarding Spider Man Two is if every bundle that they sold of Spider-Man 2 and a PlayStation 5, Marvel slash Disney gets 50% of the Spider-Man 2 sale, not the wholesale of the console, the software sale. So the software sale in the box, when you bundle it, it's $50 as opposed to you buying the digital or the actual disc for $70 in a store. Marvel gets $25 of that $50 for every bundle that was sold. So again, we don't have the specifics on bundle versus actual a la carte. Who bought it from Amazon? Who bought it from Best Buy? Who bought it from PSN? We don't know. Sony is a little funny with those numbers. Um, again, we don't know exactly how many sold, but I, I do I do want to just pause that conversation because that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the four games. Hargeet, um, like I was explaining, I know you were in the chat, you heard me. There's a lot of people pre-ordering Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, that is a that's great for Xbox. Well, for Microsoft as a company, that I, I don't give a shit one way or another. I'm not making any money on the deal. I've played it. I've beaten it. I started playing it a second time. I'm halfway through it. I'm probably <laughs> going to roll through it a couple of times because the game is amazing. Um, are you surprised that it's outpacing, though, standard editions of Rise of the Ronin and uh, the other anime game? Yeah, I mean, that's um, that's kind of good news, I guess, right? Well, like, Hi-Fi was the one that was like, this could possibly work, right? Hi-Fi could work on Switch or on PlayStation. It's kind of one of those games. I wasn't sure about Sea of Thieves. I don't know where that's landed. Uh, I don't think Pentiment's going to do well on any any platform. It's just it's no, a weird game. I don't think people are going to go after yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I'm actually curious what Grounded does. And again, we don't have the Switch numbers, which also would be something of interest, right? But yes. uh, how will Grounded do on PlayStation? Like, the, the games that I think would resonate are something like Hi-Fi, like uh, uh, Hellblade 2. I think that would do fantastic on 
on PlayStation. Fantastic within the bounds of what is normally good on a PlayStation. You're not going to expect it to sell 20 million copies there. That's not going to happen, right? But so we'll see, right? And those games may also not sell very well. Just keep that in mind, right? So exclusive, like those games may may only sell a few million copies, right? So I don't know how well Stellar Blade will do. I don't know how well uh, Rise of the Ronin will do. Uh, but historically, it's not like those games would would sell like 10 million copies. Uh, you'd expect no, three to four in that range. I, That's probably yeah. what you're going to get, yeah. right? Um, so if you're looking at the standard edition versus the deluxe edition, I don't know what the distribution is on, on pre-orders. Uh, let's say Hi-Fi sells a million copies. That's awesome. That's good. That's a pretty good deal. Is it going to be enough to justify it going forward? I don't know, right? We'll have to see. If it had sold like 10 million copies, it's automatic. You know, Hi-Fi Rush Two is just going to go day and date over there because why not? You would take the ten million sales. There's just no reason not to, right? Of course. But if it sells a million now, it's a calculus, right? Okay, maybe after two years or a year of exclusivity, maybe they bring Hi-Fi Rush Two, assuming they make one, over to 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 PlayStation. That's not a bad number. It's not. It's pretty good. So uh, what the hey, right? I again, if they can bring it to Switch Two, what does it do there? We'll see, right? So, am I surprised with Hi-Fi being there? No, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it would be in that range. I'm more interested in what happens with Sea of Thieves. We support it at 35 million players. I highly doubt it'll get anywhere close to that on a PlayStation. I highly doubt it'll get close to a million. But anyway, we'll see uh, what what they do on the PlayStation side. I actually wouldn't be surprised if it hit a million players on Switch if they could bring it onto Switch. Um, it's just a different, if it's a different beast, I, I, I think it's possible there, but I don't think they can make it on switch. I guess they have to wait for switch Two. I don't know why it didn't come to switch. Uh, there's potential. I mean, is it that much further behind the Xbox one? Eh, no, it's, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, again, I, I, so I know a lot of people were talking about the water physics being like, like a really yeah, important part of it. So <laughs> Uh, look, I think you, you just... forego that and just put it on the Switch. 140, 50 million consoles. Yeah, you put it on there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, they did say that game could run on a potato, right? So, yeah, I exactly. mean, you know, it's it's it, the <laughs> Switch is better than a potato. There's no but doubt hey, about it, it. It's good that Hi-Fi is getting some good pre-orders. We'll see if that turns into actual sales. We'll see where it ends up. Uh, I, I'm happy for them. Like, why not? That's a good thing. But this is all a test, right? We're trying to see what type of game resonates with what type of of, of platform. So we're gonna get some data. That's uh that's good news. <laughs> well, I mean, this the single player stuff makes sense uh for from a from a who plays where, right? Like we know PlayStation players buy a lot of their single player games. Now they don't buy them in droves. Let's let's call a spade a spade. They only have a few that are up, upwards of 20 million. Spider-Man. Uh, one uh, Spider-Man 2018, 20 million, over 20 million. Uh, God of War 2018, well over 20 million. So there are a few IPs that do bring in those double-digit uh, millions. Yeah, but for the most Last part, of us. They, yeah, yeah, The Last of Us, the yeah, <clears throat> another one. Yeah. Um, look, I, I I wanna I wanna just catch up on a couple of the super chats here, but I I wanna focus on the big the big topic of the day. Obviously, we're gonna get to South of Midnight. I, it's it's I think it's releasing this year based on what Jamie found, but we'll get to that on the back end of the show. I, I do, while we have Hargeet here, want to get into what really aggravated, uh, it's aggravated a lot of people in, in the community, as well as specifically Jamie, which is why I asked him to be here, is this very, very blatant double standard. 
Um, you'll hear people from IGN. You'll hear Ryan McCaffrey. You'll hear Dustin Legarry that, oh, this is this is wonderful for the industry. Xbox putting their games everywhere. This is great. And, you know, I mean, I, I personally don't uh, – I, I, I personally don't agree. I think that there are certain sacred cows. I've been banging this drum, and I'm not getting <laughs> off of this hill. I'm just not. Um, I think, again – I'm not going to lose sleep. I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to throw a tantrum. I'm not going to start blocking people when they disagree with me. I think that there is, and I've been saying this for a while, you got to keep things that are special on your platform to keep your platform special. And the minute you start giving those away, your, your platform is becomes less and less special, and obviously they're going to continue new hardware it's less likely people are going to buy into your ecosystem simply because they can get everything um, on in, in a gaming, you know, in, in a service like Netflix. People just don't know because guess what? Marketing at Xbox kind of sucks when it comes to Game Pass. It just sucks. Sorry. I, I mean, I'm not trying to be a D about it, but they just don't advertise to the normies. I don't understand why that continues to happen. They have money. Hire the right people. Put people in charge to get this out in front of everyone. Again, this is this isn't five years ago, folks. Everybody has multiple streaming services that they sub to. And ask any of your family members, even the most normie of normie. Hey, uh, you you got cable? No, I I cut the cord. I got I got I got, I got Peacock. I got Netflix. I got everyone has streaming services. That is what Game Pass is for gaming. And if they got in front of it and they really put a big marketing push, people would come over and say, wow, especially if you're a parent. If you're a parent with multiple kids, you know, we, we all know every kid wants their own console. This the sharing stuff, not so much. So you buy one for your, for your, for, for your son, you buy one for your daughter, they're going to play different games. Would be pretty dope if you can get all those games for a very discounted price. I'm just saying, but uh highlander 001 has does what he has been doing for quite some time many weeks now it's almost incredible that he continues this uh um onslaught of generosity he has gifted folks five double barrel gaming memberships again brother i cannot thank you enough for the outstanding generosity uh rocket scientist generous friend of the program drops an outstanding two dollar super chat and says uh boom jamie much love brothers have a kick-ass week. Indeed, brother. Thank you so much for the generosity, but, of course, the kind words. And then Highlander001 does it again, folks. He, uh, he drops a $5 Super Chat and says, Super Massive Games announced that they are reorganizing and they are there will be layoffs. Yeah, they announced 90 people, which, is about, which equates to about 30% of the studio is being let go. Uh, hate to tell people it will get worse. Sony is next. I think everywhere is next. Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't think that you know. Uh, there is one uh, overlord bad guy. This is this is an industry wide thing. The, the COVID stuff where they overhired, 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 and they've been running. And it's this. Listen, you've heard Phil Spencer say it in multiple uh, interviews where the, the growth of the industry is stagnant. It just is. Now they you talk about 200 million 200 uh, uh millions of dollars that they're making. I don't know. I mean, they're making a lot of money, but they're just not making as much money as they were when people were stuck at home. 
And unfortunately, uh, there's a lot of they, they they all of these companies again. It's Microsoft, it's Sony, it's Nintendo. It's 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 a lot of a lot of places that this is going to happen to. It's very sad. Um, Gamer by Choice drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says, "I wonder if the reason Xbox doesn't advertise is because they don't want to overtake the competition." If yeah, I mean. As long as the FTC is still hanging around, I guess that could be what it is. Um, he says if they I, I did, right? Uh, okay, so yeah, I don't buy it. And the reason I I don't buy it is they tied Satya Nadella's bonus to Game Pass subscription increases. Um, if that happens, that mm-hmm. sorry, that's a board level decision. That I don't okay. think so. All right, well, I, I did not know that, but guys, let's let's move into the the beast of the of, of the show. Uh, Jamie, I'm going to go to you first. Uh, you put out a tweet. Let me find it here. Um, uh, where you asked a question that I thought was, well, pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, you said in a tweet, I have yet to see a single post from the gaming media, from a gaming media outlet or large influencer and say something like Final Fantasy VII Remake should be on Xbox. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, you'll get more players to play it. And then you, you, you sound it out, not a single one, but we have been hearing Jamie, uh, many of the gaming media, uh, cheering on Xbox going third party, uh, putting games on PlayStation, putting games on, on Nintendo. And one of the things that you saw a lot of the commentary from the people, have been what what is x what are what is that doing for xbox gamers are we getting any of their titles now personally it doesn't matter to me as you folks know i support and buy games for all three consoles i have all three consoles i'm always going to have a console if there's a console to purchase I'm buying it, whether that be a PlayStation, an Xbox, a Nintendo, or maybe even someone else coming into the market. If there's a console to buy, because I'm a console guy, I'm going to buy it. I don't have a PC. Well, I have a PC, but I don't have a rig, and I don't want one. Even if I got one for free, it would just sit there and collect dust. I don't need or want to play on PC. That's just not my bag. Why, Jamie, are the consistent double standard? And, and what, 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 what was the one thing that aggravated you the most about this? Oh, <laughs> I could go on for about five hours. No, listen, it's a conversational I'll... podcast, brother. Go crazy. Uh, so, like, you know, I, I'm a very observant person, and I, I like to pay attention to details. And I've noticed, like, every single time there's a, a new Xbox game announced, one of the first questions by media outlets, it's not, what character do you play as? Is it is it third person or first person? What's the combat like? It's is it going to PlayStation or Switch? Uh, the amount of times over the past several months, even before the rumors kicked off, I've heard multiple outlets, GameSpot, IGN, ask, "Hey, is Pentiment going to go to Switch?" It seems like a good Switch title, and it, that always makes me think, like, what what the hell are you talking about? These media outlets, they'll they'll keep doing this over and over and over again. And look, people will say the Xbox tax isn't real that's a topic for another time maybe but i think that it's very obvious that there's something going on there's this weird agenda where like microsoft they aren't allowed to have any exclusives 
uh, MLB The Show's going to Xbox and Day One and Game Pass, but we're not going to talk about it. We're going to talk about is Hi-Fi Rush going to, X, uh, going to Switch and PlayStation? Is Starfield going to PlayStation? And none of these media outlets over the past six years have even asked if Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to Xbox. Not one. It's never mentioned on podcasts. There's no articles about it. If you if you Google it, you can't find it. Uh, and all these... you you. If you open up Twitter this past month, you've seen these larger influencers make these long threads about how, isn't it great how more players are going to experience Hi-Fi Rush? Don't you want more players to experience the brilliance of Hi-Fi Rush and Sea of Thieves? They don't do this for Final Fantasy. And especially with all the reviews out of uh, for the new one, like, wouldn't you think right now, more than ever, they'd be doing this? But no, 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 no. It's, hey, more play- you don't want people to play Xbox games. Isn't that selfish? Aren't you a fanboy? It's like, no. Why am I here mentioning the obvious thing? <laughs> like, nobody else is talking about this, and it really annoys me. And what, we almost in March, and not a peep out of the... Like, where's the IGN article saying, hey, isn't it weird that Final Fantasy VII Remake was originally going to be six months timed exclusive, then a year, then two years, and then yep. we we just don't know now. And look, I know for a fact more Final Fantasy titles are coming to Xbox. It's just a matter of when. But the, the, it's messed up how nobody's asking any questions at all. And it doesn't matter if Sony has any deals in place. That that doesn't matter. It's the fact that nobody's asking the question. And if 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 you look at any of the posts I make about Final Fantasy, or even mentioning how nobody's talking about it, if you look at all the replies, I have a lot of these people blocked now. It's people saying well, nobody's going to buy these games on Xbox anyway. and That's not true. And 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 people always say, like, uh, well, nobody wants to play these games on Xbox, uh, so why should we mention it? I'm sorry. I hate to be the bearer of obvious news. Actually, I love it. Um, Final Fantasy on Xbox would sell. The problem yeah. is every single time you put a title out, it's a divisive game. The first mainline Final Fantasy title on an Xbox console was Final Fantasy 13, which split the fan base all over the place. And then the next mainline Final Fantasy title we got on Xbox was in 2015 or 16 with uh, Final Fantasy 15, which was another divisive Final Fantasy title. Microsoft has never had a quote-unquote good Final Fantasy game on their platform. So it can't be a sales thing. And it really annoys me how... And I feel like I'm taking crazy pills because no media outlet is talking about it. These large influencers <laughs> that get all this free crap online... Don't talk about it. And he's me. I I feel like I'm going nuts because nobody's talking about it. <laughs> and oh, by the way, uh, Crisis Core, Crisis Core came to Xbox. It's uh, that was a weird one. Yeah, that was a, the... that was a really strange one. Yeah, well, he he he's where I get triggered. So that game is amazing. It's a great twenty-hour Final Fantasy game. In fact, I think it's one of the best Final Fantasy games. <laughs> that game ends. When the credits finish, it opens up with the opening scene from the Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I was playing that game at 3 in the morning, and my jaw hit the floor. Because wow. I was thinking, okay, well, you know, it's the remake from the, the PSP game. Fair enough. It's the prequel to the original Final Fantasy VII. No, 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 no. It ends with the opening of the game we don't have. Triggered. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's again... Folks, look, I, I know there's probably going to be some folks in here like, my God, you're talking about the media again. But listen, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, 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 
I feel that if you just let it go, that they're just going to continue to, do, you know, do laps around Xbox and, and their fan base. Like, we don't exist. Like, we don't count. And well, I'm going to continue to talk about it. Uh, we can push this in the other direction and say, okay, well, that's nice. You, you don't want to talk about Xbox. Um, wouldn't it be nice to play Super Mario Brothers on a PlayStation? Wouldn't it be nice to play God of War on a Nintendo? How about that? How about when you take the, the different perspective? It's always <laughs> the same bullshit. It really is. It, it there's, really there's is. There's just this constant thing of like Xbox games have to be everywhere. But nobody ever mentions why was Gravity Rush not put on, on Nintendo Switch? Why was, yeah. you know, Knack not put on Nintendo Switch, right? There are obvious games that could be there. There's nothing stopping you from putting it there. Where, where's the media saying, well, why isn't this game over there, right? Well, how about Destruction All-Stars? How did that do just being on PS5? Did, was that a good idea? No. No. Mm -hmm. Could that have been on other platforms? Yes. Where, where, where was the critique of that? That should have come to everything. Like, it's a, it's a live game, right? Why didn't it come to everything? You could t play this game a different way and say, okay, take Xbox out of it. There is another platform that everybody seems to ignore. There's also this other big platform called PC that people seem to ignore. And like, well, gee, maybe those other platform holders should be doing the same thing and putting their games everywhere. So let's go after them, right? Let's just point out the obvious. Helldivers 2 did well because it was put on PC at the same time. So gee, maybe your other games should do that. And maybe Nintendo should be doing the same thing. Would Animal Crossing be good on, on PlayStation? Maybe it would. Would it be good on PC? Maybe it would. Would it be good on iOS? Maybe it would. Why isn't it there? Right? Let's change the stupid calculus and say, okay, fine. You don't like Xbox. We get that. There's obviously an Xbox tax. <laughs> oh, and by the way, let's make it even more interesting. Do you think these games are going to get rated for PlayStation better than they are on Xbox? How much you want to bet? They're good How much you want to bet? Be these games oh, no, no, will, be, yes. will be rated better on PlayStation than they are on yes. Xbox. Especially that CFDs. Is guarantee where... CFDs will rate way better. <laughs> well, it's, I, I, put, I put it to this way. It, you know, it's funny that you say that because I actually cannot wait to see the the, the sidestepping that some of these sites, like an IGN, for instance, like a like a like a like a, a GameSpot, like a Kotaku, who obviously, uh, you know, I'm sorry to say that they, they they just have it out for Xbox. Obviously, they do. The, 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 the media the media fixes in, folks, and. Uh, you, you know, you're gonna get people to say well, these guys are wearing tinfoil hats. Oh, okay, it's fine. Uh, so, if you if you think so, but the evidence is right there. Um, so, so, I wanna sir. <laughs> we don't want to have fun with this because this topic is so much fun. Listen up, guys. How come media doesn't talk about how Sony came out and put up the white flag first? Nobody talks about that. I mean, Sony literally said before Xbox came out, we're going third party. And nobody's talking about that. What they're doing is they're trying to look for a way. Let's defend Sony. Let's find a way to defend Sony. Let's get them. And not only that, damn, Sony has a 10 billion loss. 10 billion. I mean, it's not 10 million. It's not. Ten thousand dollars, a ten billion loss. Nobody's talking about that. I mean, price. yeah. I mean, yeah. what can they do to get better? I mean, nobody talks about that. What can they do? What can they help out? I mean, nobody talks about that. All they do is protect Sony. It's always Sony. But every time Microsoft does something, we see the media go out there. Like Jamie said, oh, why doesn't this game go out for Switch? Why doesn't this game go out for this? Why doesn't PlayStation games go out here? Because why the heck not? Why the heck not? Why doesn't these games go elsewhere? Oh, because they got to protect the identity? Oh, my God. What? What? My God. I mean, all these years, I've been hearing the fans saying, we have the best exclusives. We have all this stuff going out there. 
But when it comes to numbers, right? Nintendo, what? how much it does? 30, 40 million, one game? PlayStation, what? 10, 15? After years come around. And this is the funny part. I don't see Nintendo lowering the price on their games yet. Sony, in order to get those numbers up, you see them, you know, lowering the price, you know, to 10, 15, 20 dollars, and people go ahead and buy it. On Nintendo, everybody goes over there and gives them the damn 60 right away, the damn 70. But on PlayStation, it's like all these years I've been seeing all those beautiful numbers 10, 15 million. But damn, how much do y'all play? How much do y'all actually went over there individually and bought it? Seriously, instead of having it bundled. How much of you individually bought it? Because I, I even talked about this with Spider-Man. I mean, if you put it the title individually, I want to see how many people actually bought it, honest, bought it to play it. Because like I said, oh, it sold 10 million, but how many did play it? That's the question. I mean, they probably bought the console and bought Call of Duty and started playing Call of Duty. We don't know that. That's something we don't know. Sony needs to rank those numbers up in order to, for, 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 for example, Marvel to see that the game actually sold. That's what they did. That's what they did. So media is always out for Xbox. Always is out for Xbox. It's never, ever out for anybody else. And that's a shame because, again, you're protecting Sony like the way y'all do, and you're protecting all these other guys. At the end of the day, you don't know how much harm you're causing them because they believe that we're doing so great, but yet he comes out and says, whoa, we have a 10 billion loss. So what, what you've been saying the past years, is it true? I mean, Mita, now I question you. Is it true what you've been saying? No. They have a 10 billion loss right now. Really bad loss. And if it was Microsoft, I mean, Microsoft, all they got to do is sneeze or, or, I don't know, probably walk around, jump. I don't know what they do. It's They got the 10 billion back. But Sony, it takes them a while to get that money back. Yeah, media doesn't take full charge on that. And also, what Jimmy points out, why don't they ask some PlayStation games? When, when is it going to come out over here? Nintendo, when? That is a question that instead of asking Microsoft, why don't you ask it for everyone? Why don't you all be equal to everybody and put news as an equal, not just for one side? Seriously, it's sad. It's sad. Real sad. Yeah. Listen, I, at the end of the day, look, the, the, everything is changing. Uh, the one thing that we have learned over the years of being Xbox fans is that they always are a bit ahead of the curve. Uh, and when they do start to make that turn, they get all the arrows. The media goes after them. The fans go after them. The non-platform fans go after them. And then someone else does it, like Mike, like like a Sony, and like, oh, this is the greatest thing we've we great great job, Sony. You you really changed the industry. So, I mean, look I, again. At the end of the day, I really do think that at least for this year. Uh, you're getting the four games. Um, what is uh, what is said is that, you know, Louis said something earlier uh, that Sony has waved the white flag. Well, they, they kind of did, and not saying they're giving up, not saying that they're losing. What I'm oh. saying is that they don't have any major first-party bombs dropping this year. They don't have a Spider-Man in the fall. We know that because... Their financials told us this. Uh, they do have third-party marketed deals. Uh, Stella Blade, how is it going to sell? One million, two million, three million, potentially, right? Uh, again, I'm buying it. How many of the Sony diehards are going to buy it? I don't know. Uh, Rise of the Ronin, 
how many how many copies is that going to sell? Is it one? Is it two? Is it three? Is it going to be more? I don't know. Um, I'm buying it, and I'm considered an Xbox. So I, I don't know how many of the PlayStation loyalists are going to buy these games. Um, but it is it is a double standard, folks. Again, it's 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 Jamie made mention of it. Uh, again, it's it, it's a, it's a topic that I think is is going to wreak its ugly head. And unfortunately for Xbox, and we're going to talk about this more specifically, Hargeet, on uh, on Wednesday's show. Uh, we have um, we have a couple of guests joining us where I think that the Pandora's box for Xbox has opened. It, it really has. And you're not going to get it close. Uh, no matter how great a game is, like when Indiana Jones launches this year, let's just say for shits and giggles, gentlemen, that it is a 10 out of 10. It's absolutely amazing. We cannot believe what we're playing. That is not going to be the question. The question will be, when is this releasing on PlayStation 5? And that really does sour almost every release moving forward. And that sucks. Like, you know, as Xbox fans, and we're going to, we're going to do, you know, get excited still. This, this year for Xbox First Party is all we should be talking about. As a matter of fact, we're going to get to a topic before Hargeet's got to get out of here. Listen, I don't know about you folks. I am super, super stoked for South of Midnight. And that's just based on a trailer. We don't know what the <laughs> gameplay is going to be. We don't know when it's releasing. But we have a bit of an inkling because thanks to Jamie Moran, who obviously is guesting here, Hargeet, the media assets have changed. And look, I, I, I'm not, I don't have a marketing degree, but when you start to see things like that, it suggests, at least just on the surface level of it, that that could be a game that is dropping this year and that could be announced in the June show. Now, we yeah. keep hearing things, folks. The June show is going to be buck wild bananas. Um, what does that mean? Expect a lot of surprises. Uh, I'm hearing some things, but I'm not going on any rumors anymore because <laughs> based on, again, the Tom Warren kind of got himself in a little bit of hot water on the 200th episode of uh, Xbox Edward, where he suggested uh, a game is, is like Elder Scrolls is going to launch uh, day and date on PlayStation, which we're talking about that tomorrow. I, I I don't think that should be the case at all. I mean, you, I, I still I, that that's that's an exclusive you just keep and you make people buy your console for it. Play it on PC or buy or, or buy the console. That's it. Sorry, but that's that's again that's the topic for tomorrow. We're gonna chop we're gonna chop that down. Harky, let's let's get into South of Midnight because Compulsion Games has been working on this for years. Now, yep. we have heard some stuff in the background where it's changed direction a couple of times. What you see is what the game is going to be. It almost looks like a claymation kind yeah. of, uh, of, of of graphic style. I, I love it. I think it's phenomenal. You don't get many games that look like that, which I think in itself is unique. Um, what does the media assets changing mean for you? Look, at it, like they said, there's going to be two unannounced games that are coming out this year, right? Two big unannounced yes. games that are going to come out this year. This could be one of them. I, it's, it's a little disappointing to me that they don't just coincide it. This is kind of stupid, wokey thing, I know, but coincide it with Black History Month, right? This is like the perfect time to release that yeah, game. Yeah, you're not wrong. But it, 
right? But if you had to release it, uh, you know, before next year, fine. But otherwise, they have so much coming out. Maybe that's a good game to release next February. And we don't have this stupid lull where we had Call of Duty all the way to Hellblade where there's nothing, right? Six months. Like, that's a good game to put out in February. It's just, it's a, a great announce. If you say, it, well, hey, we're going to put it out Black History Month next year, 2025, right? That would be cool. But if it's coming out this year, cool. That could be a summer game, right? It's a smaller game. It's kind of an indie-ish game, right? Double A. Uh, so hopefully that is what they do. They put it out sometime in the summer. They also have to fit in Flight Sim, which I'm guessing is also summer, right? So they've, they've got a lot. <laughs> a lot yeah. on their plate as far as games that are coming out. And almost all of it is like you know may onwards it's hellblade onwards uh and they have to fit a whole bunch of things in that like seven ish months or whatever uh seven eight months right to, to towards the end of the year um but if they are releasing it that's great uh i just think it's a lost opportunity if you don't put it out in black history month but yeah that's up to them as far as where it fits they have enough games to actually move it out to me that would be the right thing to do just move it out put it out in uh, feb 2025 uh but that's up to them. They'll have to figure out what they want to do as far as release cadence and what, what's coming out when, right? Um, but that's it. That's basically all I have about South of Midnight. It's it's coming sometime soon. It's 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 due. It's definitely due, right? We got that in Clockwork Revolution. They're kind of due. Uh, so we should expect them, you know, coming out in the next year, year and a half-ish anyway. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it comes out this year. No, I, I, I agree. Um, again, according to Matt Booty, folks, he said... They have more than 10 major releases this year, right? Yep. And we did get confirmation from Phil that their their intent, which I don't really like the word. I'm going to be honest with you, but it's fine. Everything that they own, meaning Xbox, I mean, meaning Xbox Game Studios, Bethesda, Zenimax, Activision, <laughs> Blizzard, Going to Xbox Game Pass day and day. Day We are going to be eating good. We will get caught this year in the in year. I gotta jump. (laughs) Yeah, all right. Thanks so much for joining, brother. Super appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon, All right. right. So crazy Lou Gaming. Let's uh let's go to you, man. Um, obviously, I'm saving uh Jamie for for the last because he's the one that actually found this. I'm gonna get his hot take on it. Um, media assets change on a regular basis. And I know this is, this is small. This is, a, you know, may, may, maybe, maybe we're overthinking it. Maybe we're underthinking it, but this game has been in development for a lot of years. I want to say at least five, maybe more. Okay. Um, compulsion games was announced in 2018 as, uh, an acquired studio. There was a reason why they acquired them. It was, and again, no offense to the uh, We Happy Few, the game had potential. It did not hit on its potential, at least for me. And if you are in the chat um, and you enjoyed it, that's awesome. Uh, I played it. I'm a couple. I put a couple hours into it. I thought it was going to be very. I thought it was going to be more like a Bioshock kind of game, and it wasn't. Uh, and that's fine. Not every game is for every gamer, folks. South of Midnight. And again, some people are talking about it. We just got the trailer. We don't know what the gameplay is going to be. Has is intrigued me enough to say this is one of my most anticipated games just based on the look. Uh, it, it, like I said, it is a claymation kind of a animation, which I think you don't get a lot of. 
Do you think that the media assets changing suggests that this could be one of the games announced in June, which because we have a June show coming up, that is going to be launching in 2024? Oh, if it's ready, man, launch it. That's what I say, launch it. If it's ready to go, everything is up and at them, let's, 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 let's release it. Why not? Why not? And, and again, Matt Booty said there was two unannounced games. I mean, that could be one of them. That could be one of them. And, and, and Mita going out there saying it might. Oh, baby, bring it. Bring that game out. If it's ready, let it out. Let us enjoy it. Day and date on Game Pass. Let's do this. I mean, if it's ready, go for it. And you're probably right. Maybe on June, you'll probably see more about the game. And that's when we will probably get the date. Or it might get Shadow Trump. We don't know yet. But we're just going to have to wait and see. And, and I'm am I hyped about it? Heck yeah. I mean, we saw it. We saw that trader. It's beautiful, and it's going to be one hell of a game when it releases. Yeah, I agree. Uh, again, it's, uh, it's I'm trying to find who just said this over here. Um, let's see who said it. Uh, Jason Portillo. Jason, welcome to the program, brother. He says it might be the studio's breakout hit if done right. Uh, I would love to see that. Again, um, I don't, you know, I don't think you want to acquire studios if you don't believe they have the talent um to bring uh something special to like an xbox game studios and and the one thing that we did learn from a lot of the 2018 purchases uh well that were announced in uh, e3 of 2018 this being one of them is when phil spencer was going and sh potentially shopping at these studios he saw games that were early in development hellblade 2 for ninja theory um this uh, uh south by midnight is is one of them um obsidian had avowed already they were already cooking that so this is why they bought these studios and now obviously 2018 we're hitting 2024 all three of those games potentially are dropping this year super exciting times they're going to be dropped into xbox game pass hopefully a lot of people download them hopefully a lot of people play them hopefully a lot of people love these games but again it, it, it's it's I kind of feel, and I hate to say this, man, like I, I don't want to say the year is soured. It's not, at least for me. I know some people are really down on Xbox. That's not here. I'm super excited to be an Xbox fan. I'm super excited for their first party. I'm super stoked that Game Pass continues to have added value. Those are all W's across the board. But like I said, to open what we open up the show with, you know, the gaming media cheering on, putting Xbox games everywhere. And I really do think that when you do that, you dilute your brand. Uh, and I, I mean, I'm not I, I think because I'm an old dinosaur uh, and I was conditioned as a gamer to buy a particular box to play a particular game. And I know that for some people, they don't care. Right. Most people. I will tell you, well, I actually don't care, boom, because I get it in Game Pass. And you're not wrong for saying that. Uh, or, you know, you get it on Xbox Game Pass for PC. You're not wrong for thinking that. Uh, I just think that when you have something special like South by uh, South of Midnight, and you heard, you heard Hargeet compare it, you know, to like maybe a double-A game, that kind of gives me the idea of like a hi-fi rush. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush, in my personal opinion, didn't sell like they wanted because it's in Game Pass where it's not required to sell. 
also, call me crazy, Louie, I didn't see a whole lot of marketing for this. I didn't see this on TV commercials. I didn't see this on side of buses. It was shadow dropped, and that's great. And we all went crazy for it. Everyone played it. It's critically acclaimed. But then you look at South of Midnight, and it's different, just like Hi-Fi. So, you know, the, the media is going to be asking, the minute this game comes out, if it's this year, let's say, for instance, it's shadow dropped in June. Hey, South of Midnight available now. You're not going to get people to be like, this is the, I love this game. It has such style. The character is, uh, is, is, is you know, admirable. The story is, is, is amazing. You're not going to get any of that. You're going to get, oh, this is nice. It's in Game Pass. When's coming to play? When, when, mm. when can I play this on my PlayStation? That's what you're going to ask. It's going to come to PC, which is the biggest market of all all of the platforms, and that's not good enough. People are going to want to know when this is coming to PlayStation, and I think ultimately that's that's the problem. <sighs> it is what it is. It is what it is. But let's uh, let's continue the conversation. Uh, the elusive gamer, Jamie Moran, you you spotted this. Um, what does the media assets changing? Uh, mean for you? Do you think that this is going to be one of those games that one of the more than 10 games releasing that Matt Booty was talking about? Yeah, I think it could be. Uh, the funny thing is, uh, I actually I, I spotted the, the media assets completely by accident. I was on making thumbnails for uh, future videos and I sort of did a double take when I noticed the update of the media assets because on uh, Microsoft's uh, press hub uh, they update the screenshots every so often, especially when there's like a like an A3 conference or developer direct or something. Uh, so like Avowed, uh, all of Avowed's screenshots were taken down right before the developer direct, and then afterwards they updated with the the new screenshots. Well, only a few days ago they they added a widescreen, uh, vertical vertical format, and ultra wide uh, versions of the screenshots. So I was thinking, well, that's a bit weird. Um, and it was rated, I believe, in Korea uh, about four months ago. So I think the game is a lot further along than people believe. Uh, the animation to me looks a lot like uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, I-, I think the game looks great. I think like they've been working on this game for like six years. So yes, the, the, the I, I said at coming. least five from what I understand. Yeah, uh, I think the game's coming this year. I think Microsoft probably have a... A backloaded year when it comes to their games, you know, uh, Clockwork of uh, Clock <laughs> Clockwork Revolution. Uh, I think that's coming out this year. Uh, Man, I, I think something else, dude. Yeah, uh, you know, there's the Gears rumors and stuff. Like, I th- I think South of Midnight that would be a big hit for Microsoft. I will say this: though, the second it's shown off with gameplay, and you know, it is a third-person over-the-shoulder action adventure game with superpowers, apparently. Uh, well, magic, should I say? Um, I think people are going to like it. People have been craving a, a third-person game on Xbox, so that'll fill that void. And I will say this, the second it's shown off, we're going to see media outlets ask, is it going to PlayStation? Like, the, the second. <laughs> um, but anyway, I do think it's coming this year. It's going to be good. Yeah, I mean, it's again, I, I know some people were say, asking in the chat. Let me see if I could find who asked the question. Game on Jesse. Welcome to the program. Uh, um, that yeah, well, Gamsley had a family emergency, that's why he's not here. He had to bounce out at the last second. 
Uh, obviously, we wish his family well, and he, you know, he's gonna, you know, uh, keep me updated. He'll be back next week. Uh, he, he, you know, apologized for it, but listen, family first, always, especially on this on this particular podcast. You know, you can't be here because of family. Well, you just can't be. It's just a dumb podcast. Your family should come first. Uh, so he's good. We just got to find out what happened to uh, his family, and uh, obviously, keep me in your prayers. Uh, but he'll be back next week. Um, so thank you for the concern. But Je- game one just is South by midnight really stop motion. See, I don't know. We, again, I'm going completely based on the trailer. The, I would imagine the gameplay is is gonna look like that. And I think that really Jamie knocks it out of the park where it's very across the Spider-Verse looking in the in the way it's it, it it's run. I, if that's what the game actually looks like, that's gonna be pretty dope. I'm gonna be honest with you. Again, one of those very unique special titles that most people would be like, well, that looks like a PlayStation game or that looks like a Nintendo game. They'll never tell you, well, that looks like an Xbox game because Xbox can't have nice things, apparently. Um, Look, at the end of the day, I just want to say this for the fine folks out there. Um, I know that there's been a lot of dysfunction, a lot of disappointment, a lot of confusion with what Xbox is, what Xbox is going to be. Um, I can I can say with full authority, folks, that Xbox isn't going away. They're not going third party. You've heard Phil say that, and I know people are like, oh, yeah, but Phil lied. I, I don't really think so. I think that things change. I know that there's a lot of people that have DM'd me recently about, oh, no, the Sony guy, he said that you know three or interview three weeks ago that um you know they they're going cloud they're going pc they're going mobile they're going playstation and that's it but that was before they took a 10 billion dollar hit to their stock which was last monday and a lot of people don't know this and cargit and i were talking in the background where there sony didn't just lose then when this abk deal got approved sony took another hit to their stock folks so there's, they're bleeding money. They're selling consoles. Wonderful. They're, they have over 50 million consoles. It's phenomenal. But that's not the only way that they need to make money. They need to make money on services. They need to make money on gas games. And a so really good. great step in the right direction is um, Helldivers 2. It's sold over 3 million copies. People are playing it. People are enjoying it when you can get into the server. I haven't been back to it. I've been playing Halo Infinite. Uh, I, I got stuck two days not being able to get in, and I just was like, you know what? I'm just not going to bother anymore. I'm not playing it. I'll get back to it eventually when things are up and smooth. Now I'm back to playing Halo Infinite, and it's just as amazing as it always was. Um, but let me let me catch up on Super Chats, folks. We'll get everyone out of here. Uh, normally, this is a 90-minute show. Uh, obviously, so I, I apologize terribly for the, the, the me having to bounce out because of technical difficulties. I have no idea. I'm running 5G in the house. I have no idea why it's running crummy. Uh, it annoys me more. You have no idea. This will eat at me all day because I prepare for these shows way in advance. And when this kind of technical crap happens, it annoys the shit out of me. Uh, so apologies if if the stream is kind of running a little slow for you, which is why we don't have the gameplay. And we have this very generic dollar store looking bunch of squares and no graphics. It's just... Today has not been a good day for the internet here. Um, but again, apologies for that. Let me catch up on the super chats here. Um, we have 
quite a few. Uh, we have Nino Vestic, who has been a channel member for four months. He says this. Mahalo. And mahalo to you as well for another superb panel and show. Boom. Thank you for the kind words, dude. He says, hope everyone stays safe and plays great games, preferably on Xbox controller. Aloha. And aloha to you. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, I... Listen, I play on PlayStation all the time. I don't like the controller, but I also have a Xbox type of controller that I can use. But I do like the DualSense. I do really do like the DualSense. And I have a Switch controller. It's an Animal Crossing one. It's branded. It's just like the Xbox controller, just a little bit smaller. Uh, but the best best controller in the world is the Elite 2, which I have the Halo 1. And those half-pull triggers, when you're playing multiplayer, it's worth its weight in gold. And guys, did you see... Shout out to Wario64. I missed this sale. I want to cry. They had the uh, white Elite 2.0 for 74 bucks at Amazon, and I missed it. I would have bought another one of those mother, father, sister, brothers, and I missed it. Uh, keep an eye out for Wario64. That guy consistently put drops bombs on X. Um, we have here Gamer by Choice. Welcome to the program, brother. He drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, what happens if Xbox games outsell PlayStation games on the PlayStation? Well, that would be a story that we'll be covering here because that would be pretty damn funny if, play, if Xbox games outsold. Look, um, it's, it's happened already, um, and a lot of people get really, really hot and bothered in PlayStation land when you tell them that MLB The Show, thanks to stats and actual real numbers, are being played six times more. To ev- so for every six players on Xbox, there's one player on PlayStation. That's now I've heard some I've heard I've heard some, you know, some thoughts on it. Well, you know, boom, it's in Game Pass, so it doesn't count. That's not the question you should be asking PlayStation players. You should be asking Sony, how come that's not in your $160 a year service? I don't know. That's the questions that you have to ask because it's in Game Pass. Now, I don't play MLB The Show. I'm not a baseball sim guy. It's just not my bag. But if you do play it, like my well, like a good brother over here, DDS in the chat, he plays it and he loves it. Well, there you go. Uh, we have here Dusty. Well, dust, the, the Dusty Uno, but he just has it as Dusty. How you feeling, brother? He says this because he's been a channel member, folks, for 16 months. Thank you for the generosity, Dustin. He says, much love to Boom and company. Happy Monday. And as always, hashtag play on player. Hope to return to podcasting soon. Stay tuned. Brother, just DM me whenever you want to join us. You got the key to the kingdom. You're welcome anytime. Um, Listen, folks, again, uh, we had almost 700 people here. Apologies from my from the center of my heart that we had te- technical difficulties and you don't understand it's going to bother me all day it really does because there's no reason for it i'm running good stuff here my my pc is relatively brand new we should not we should not have technical difficulties but unfortunately if it lagged for you again uh that sucks uh but listen let's get everyone out of here we'll start first with our special guest jamie moran Please, sir, by all means, sell your brand. You have an amazing YouTube channel. You're consistently putting out great pieces of conversation on Twitter slash X. Where could people subscribe to your YouTube channel, but more importantly, follow you on social media? 
Hey man, it's been great to be on the show again. Always love being on the show, talking to everyone. Um, but yeah, my YouTube channel is The Elusive Gamer. I basically just mainly cover Xbox and I like to keep it fair. You know, I'll mention things that uh, I don't like, things I do like, but I'm basically a, a pro Xbox channel. Uh, I have all things Xbox podcast on the channel, which is on Tuesdays. I'm getting back to weekly videos from this week for the rest of the year. A uh, bunch of cool things coming soon, like on-camera content, uh, Hardware reviews, game reviews, that type of thing. Lots of I've got some really special things planned for the channel. Um, so if people like Xbox content, I've got them covered. And on Twitter, I'm Jamie Moran UK, where it's I basically post game and stuff. You know, <laughs> basically that. Well, Jamie, it's great to have you here, brother. We got to get you back when we're uh, when, obviously the remainder of the year is going to be very exciting. I don't know if we're going to get another direct uh, before June, but we're definitely, I mean, we're June is only a couple months away, folks. We're going to be here before you know it. We, I, we should be looking somewhere around mid-June, around the 10th or 12th. We're going to have a big Xbox show. How big that show is going to be? Well, I would say pretty damn big. You have Activision. You got Blizzard. You got Xbox Game Studios. You got Zenimax. You got Bethesda. I mean, I don't know how big the show can be. It's going to be a three-hour show, a four-hour show. They're going to do stuff stuff separately. Look, at the end of the day, folks, Xbox gamers are going to be eating good from now on, moving forward. If if any if if 2023 is any indication that all of these games in development are going to be hitting, you're going to be eating good. You're going to be playing really good. There's a this this year is going to be is going to be. I think I think this year has a chance to be even bigger than 2020 uh, 2023. And I'm not just talking about for Xbox. I'm talking about for all platforms. Nintendo's got some big bangers coming out. Unfortunately, their console's been delayed. And like I said, Sony. I I, I know this is an Xbox show, folks, and don't get aggravated. Sony has a couple of really cool looking third party exclusives. Uh, are you buying them? I know I am, but again, how good they're going to be, we'll, we will certainly see. And uh, we we should. I'm wondering as we as we get closer to the launch of Final Fantasy VII uh, Part Two or Rebirth, as it's known, are we going to hear potentially about a Final Fantasy VII remake finally coming to Xbox? Will that come into Xbox Game Pass like some of those other Square's games? I'm hoping maybe we get that that information in June. That would be pretty dope if that was like a walk on stage situation where hey, on top of everything else, Final Fantasy VII finally arrives on Xbox. But we'll see. We will definitely see. Crazy Lou Gaming, you sir, need to sell your brand, and we got to get more people and more eyes and ears over to the Xbox International Podcast. You have an amazing group, an amazing cast of creators. Please, by all means, sell your brand. Where can people subscribe and more importantly follow you on social media? Oh man, boom! Like always, fun hanging out with you here on the episode. Hey, Jamie, first time we I hang out with you. Awesome stuff, awesome stuff, man! I always follow you on Twitter and look at your tweets and always laughing. <laughs> oh man, I, I always enjoying it, man. I always enjoy that every time Jamie posts something, everybody throws fire at him. I'm like, why do they throw fire at Jamie? I don't get it. I don't get it. He didn't say anything. <laughs> but anyways, you can follow me. At Crazy Lou Gaming on Twitter. That's where I'm at, where I do good morning business, do all sorts of crazy stuff on 
Wednesday's Xbox International Podcast at 7 p.m. ET with Sour Blow, the Big Blue Man, Silent Cypher. And on Friday, sometimes with XBI in Espanol, I hang out with Elvin, Ascal Gaming, and Eternal Shaddai at 7 p.m. ET. That's where you can find the crazy one. Hey, guys, always fun hanging out with y'all. Chat, you guys are always awesome. Love y'all. Hope you all have an awesome week, and we get awesome news this week besides all these rumors. Get away, rumors. We don't want you all anymore. We don't want you. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't pay don't pay too much attention to these rumors. Until Microsoft says it, uh, I, I, I just, uh, I've lost a lot of faith in the community when it comes to, uh, not, not our community, the journalistic community, the so-called journalistic community, because of what happened uh, with all of these rumors, and then everyone had to walk their stuff back, and it just wasn't good. Pay, pay no mind to the guy behind the curtain because until they actually tell us this is happening, they're just rumors and it's just going to aggravate the shit out of you. Don't allow them to ruin your fun in gaming. And of course, folks, a big thank you to all of the super chats that came in as well as the continued support through channel memberships. Mrs. Boom and I are humbled beyond words. Uh, again, we don't do this for money. We are always surprised by how generous the community is, and that's why we do these big giveaways. We have four of them coming towards the end of the year. From September to December, we're giving away over $3,500 in four shows, uh, and that's thanks to you because without that money, uh, without the generosity, we, we, just, you know, we can't do those big giveaways, and it's just our way or our small way of, of giving back to the community. So a big thank you for the continued support, and of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's incredibly important to me. Hopefully, one day, it'll be important to you, and that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids, and he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated, and also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son, I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day, so take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. (laughs) 